But the key here is to really hone and identify who you really are. And welcome back to the Meditation Circle. I'm so glad you're joining me once again here um, on the Illuminations Media Network. Today we are delving into Chapter 20 of Reverend Ike's Secrets for Health, Joy, Prosperity for You, a study guide of living. And we're going to be focusing in on that mind of yours. As always, this is all about positive psychology and really honing that powerful mind, the mind that is connected with the divine source of creation, our creator. The mind of God is linked with us when we are living in the code and utilizing our power in wonderful ways that benefit the world, not just ourselves, but that are for the higher good of everyone. And that is when life really begins to flow. And in this book, we're looking at the secrets of how to really stay in alignment, how to really keep the code so that we can really enjoy and be of most benefit. We're going to do the spiritual mind treatment, and uh, we're also going to move into a meditation, a meditative focus on you identifying what it is that you want to create in the world. What is your calling? Generally, we know what our calling is through what won't let us be, no matter how we try to move away from this thing, this thing that we are so passionate about, what it is that we do, um, and we just lose track of time. It's usually a creative effort of some sort. It's, it's some way of, of giving love or benefiting others. And when you begin to identify what that is for you, oh, life just takes on a whole new road, a road that is smoother and more joyful, more fulfilling. And everything seems to fall into place when we are in alignment with our divine purpose here. And that's really the crux of what we're looking at today. And Reverend Ike's, it's, it's, it's definitely a very grounded way of sharing, um, a very academic way of repetitiveness and really getting this into our heads. Because if you've been studying with us for a while, you see that it's the same theme over and over again, however, in slightly different ways. But the key here is to really hone and identify who you really are and get to know what power you have within, a power that you don't even have to, to get or to learn or, or get a degree about. It's already there within you. You just must trust it, believe it, give thanks for it, and fully utilize it in the best way. So I'm going to go ahead and share with you. All right. And so chapter 20, the mental equivalent. 
by Reverend Ike. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto you. Genesis 13, 17. A science, a living principle. Whatever you want, you must first have the idea of it in your mind. If you have the idea, and if you have faith in that idea, then it shall manifest itself in your experience. A few years ago, I was in a Rolls-Royce showroom in San Francisco looking at some of those nice Rolls-Royces. A young man who was also looking at the Rolls-Royces recognized me and came over to meet me. He said to me, Reverend Ike, I want you to pray for me that I can get this Rolls Royce. I decided to be rather blunt with him and I simply said, I will not because you're not ready for it. Now that might sound rather harsh to you. So let me explain. Are you mentally prepared? You already have everything that you are ready for. If you don't have something, you're not ready for it. You might think you are, but mentally you're not. The late Emmett Fox used the term mental equivalent to refer to this same principle. It means that before you can have anything, you must first have the idea of it in your mind. I don't want you to think that what I'm dealing with here is just some type of wishful dreaming. I'm not trying to teach you wishful dreaming. I'm teaching you positive visualization. And there is a difference. Positive visualization is seeing and feeling the good you desire in the depth of your subconscious mind. Wishful dreaming is just idle wishing without really believing. And that's the bottom line here. There's, there must be faith. You must be believing that it is possible for you, right? You have to know it. And when you do that, that knowing can become deeper with that positive visualization because it becomes more and more familiar to you as you repeatedly see it and feel it and smell it and taste it in your mind as if it's already here. Not focusing on the steps of how it's going to happen, but seeing it as Reverend Mike uh, laid out for us right here to see it as if it's already done. You want that beautiful house? Well, walk into that refrigerator, get a snack. What are the things that you are going to be doing once you have it? Do them, experience them in your mind. And then it makes you ready for it. Because that subconscious mind of yours is prepared. It, trust that it's okay to have it. 
because you've created memories of it in your mind. Memories of the experience of having it. So, of course, it will allow you to receive it. You have right now exactly what you can accommodate in your mind. You can only get that which you already have. Now this is a concept right here. You can only get what you already have. And this makes me think about that old Billy Holiday song. God bless the child. And the lyrics go, them that's got shall get. Them that's not shall lose. So the Bible says, and it's still news. Mama may have, Papa may have, but God bless the child that's got his own. And so the Bible verses that she's referring to are two references. One, one is in Matthew 25, 14 through 29, where we're speaking about talents, pretty much compound interest of, of something of great value where some will experience the growth and some who fear that they're going to lose it, bury it in the ground, and they lose it, right? And then in Luke 8, 5 through 18, where it speaks to sowing seeds in fertile soil and really getting it because you're trusting that those seeds are going to bear fruit for you. And so both of these are speaking of having the consciousness of that which you desire. Believing that you already have it. That that is what makes you ready to receive it. You see, we've been given everything. Everything is available to us. But we must be ready for it. And what we must have is the consciousness of it. So that we will magnify it by having the mental equivalent of the thing. And then the thing has to show up in our physical lives simply because we've already got it. If we don't have it, then we will lose it. And this makes perfect sense here, the way it explained, that you can only get that which you already have. Otherwise, it would make no sense that them that's got shall lose and those who don't have what they've got, they're going to lose. That doesn't seem fair. It seems like you would give to those who don't have, right? Rather than giving those who do have. But this is speaking to something else. 
This is speaking about consciousness, having it all ready in your mind as a mental equivalent. Whenever you have a good desire that comes into your mind, ask yourself this question. Do I have the mental equivalent of this? And then go to work immediately in building the mental equivalent in your consciousness. You can only get that which you already have. It's like a magnet, right? As above, so below. The above being the mental, the below being the physical. But if it's already there in the mental, it has to manifest in the physical, but it's got to be there. You cannot have what you do not have. You cannot acquire what you do not already have in your mind as a mental equivalent. Once you establish in your mind the mental equivalent of the good you desire, it will come to you. It will be drawn to you, and you will be drawn to it. Because it already exists somewhere. And this is me speaking. I'm just recognizing that everything is already here. And when something comes into your mind, it's because it's already in existence somewhere. You just have to shape and form yourself to be prepared for it, to receive it. What may seem to you on the objective level like happenstance will be your own mind power connecting you with the right people, the right events, the right modus operandi for achieving your good purposes. And that's why I tell Beyond Hypnosis uh, clients that you don't need to worry about the how. Your visualization process, your med meditation process on the achievement and the acquisition of your goals, whether they're health, relationship, finance, whatever they might be. The how is not your business. In fact, it's none of your business. <laughs> your business is to see it, to live it, to act as if it's already here, to have it as a mind equivalent. Because that power is going to connect you with whatever you need for achieving your good purposes. Things will happen to you because you are mentally prepared. Good things will happen to you because you have the consciousness, the correct self-awareness for the good that you desire. I want to say it again, and it sounds somewhat like a riddle. You cannot have what you do not have. 
<laughs> you cannot get what you do not already have in your mind as a mental equivalent. And there's so many ways that you can support yourself through your visualization process of seeing yourself, living it as if it's already here, walking in the world, holding conversations with people, dressing and reading and watching as if it's already here. Those are definitely ways of doing it with your behaviors and your choices. But you can also surround yourself with things that are appropriate to that life. Whether it be books and magazines, pictures that you put on the wall. These are things that are going to plug into your subconscious mind. Pretty soon, consciously, you'll forget that those things are around. Do you say a painting, you know, of what you want to experience? Pretty soon, consciously, you'll forget that it's there. But your subconscious will constantly see it on a repetitive basis if it's right there in your room where you'll be looking at it constantly, even though consciously you've forgotten about it. Your subconscious doesn't sleep. It's always absorbing and picking up things from your environment. And so you can set yourself up by having those things in your world so that they become embedded into the subconscious. This is really bringing it home. <laughs> As you know, Reverend Ike is no longer with us, but he was preaching in his ministry in the 60s and the 70s. He knew all of this stuff that came later, what, in about 2005 in the, in the secret. All of this is the same rich information. He brings it down to earth so that anyone can utilize this. And certainly, uh, Reverend Ike was quite opulent. He was flamboyant. He had Rolls Royces. He had diamonds. Uh, he dressed, you know, uh, in a very uh, high fashion type of way. Uh, this is what he wanted. These are the experiences that he wanted in life. And so this is what he created for himself. Now, maybe all of these highfalutin, uh, flamboyant, uh, luxurious things like Rose Voices are not what you want in your life. And that's perfectly fine. All of us are very different. But the same idea, the same technique works for everything that we want. All the good that we want to create in our lives. But hey, if you want a Rolls Royce, what's wrong with it? Nothing. If you want beautiful clothing and diamonds, what's wrong with it? Nothing's wrong with any of those things if that's what you want. But the importance is that whatever it is, you decide to want, to desire, to experience in your life, you have the wherewithal to do it. Because you have a mind. You have a subconscious mind as part of that mind that's all linked and connected with the mind of God, where all of this resides, where all of it exists, just ready for you to create a mental equivalent so that it can come to you. 
Oh, this is just so fun. <laughs> Quotes to remember. You can only get that which you already have. Reverend Ike. It is the mind that makes the body rich. William Shakespeare. Mind moves matter. Virgil. Man's work is an extension of himself. It is a revelation of himself. It is a revelation of his inner life, both to others and to himself. Richard Lynch. That's deep. That speaks to the idea that your outer world and everything that's going on in it is just an outpicturing, a mirror reflection of what's going on inside of you. That's big. So if you want to know what's going on inside, take a look around you. That's so rich. That gives you information, doesn't it? <laughs> Undertake something that is difficult. It will do you good. Unless you try to do something beyond what you have already mastered, you will never grow. Ronald Osborne. Awesome. And so what you can see from what we've gotten here today. That mental equivalent is everything, is it not? But that mental equivalent is up to you. You create mental equivalents all day long with what you give your conscious attention to. And so you get to use that either for the benefit of your life and others, or for the detriment of your life and others. Again, we get to choose. We're going to move into the affirmative mind treatment, a prayer of sorts, that prepares our minds to receive the good that's already here for us. And then, once we move into that, we're going to just jump right into the meditative work but while we're doing this affirmative treatment, I just want you to begin to think about what it is you want to express in the world. Maybe you want to start with something small that seems more attainable. Or maybe you want to stretch for something that's more difficult. Whatever you choose, we're going to begin to prepare that fertile soil of the mind with the treatment here. The truth about prayer is that it's not about making God do anything. You know, as I say often, it's not a vending machine. Gimme, gimme. No, prayer is about preparing you getting your mind set up so that you have the appropriate mental equivalent to get ready for and to receive the good that you want in your life. And once we've completed the affirmative treatment, then 
we're going to move in uh, to what I'm calling the Beyond Members section. That guided imagery is going to be for those who decide to partake of it on the other side. And so those of you who are going to finish off with us today at the end of the affirmative treatment, I thank you so much for joining us. And I appreciate you being here. I do hope that you enjoy the process and you find value. And uh, if you'd like to partake of everything that's happening over on the other side in the Beyond Members section, just go to patreon.com forward slash beyond hypnosis. And so here is the affirmative treatment. And I'd like you to just repeat in your own mind after me line for line. I see myself being what I want to be. I see myself doing what I want to do. I see myself having exactly what I want to have. I am not taking whatever comes along. I have decided what I want to be, to do, and to have. And I now see that in my mind. Really see that in your mind right now. Whatever it might be, see it now. Thank you, Father, source of all creation. Thank you, God, source in me. <laughs> Oh, what a delight this is. I thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me, whether you're here right now or you're watching or listening to this on a podcast or on the YouTube channel, or you're right there at the Patreon page. I thank you so much. It means so much. And so until next time, <laughs> Remember to hold that mental equivalent. Just hold on long enough because it will come to fruition. Peace and blessings. Until next time. In health, wisdom, and power. <laughs>